Life Christian Centre is a church located in the city of Adelaide. It is made up of people from different backgrounds and walks of life who have been transformed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. For more information, visit us online at www.life-church.com.au Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have Pastor Michael DeSanike with us and uh, caught him about three or four weeks ago. We had to make a few changes with the speaking and uh, asked him if he was available and sure enough uh, he said I'd love to come and uh, then he he'd sent his passport away uh, you know I think it'll get here on time <laughs> so there we go again nervous but it's just been an absolute pleasure to have him with us how many people have been fed by God's word over this uh, conference it's been amazing just an incredible man of God and we feel so privileged I think as a church uh, God allows us at times to connect with certain people and uh, to me, those people are gifts and it's it's the Holy Spirit that brings people together. And I believe it's the Holy Spirit that's brought him here amongst us to be able to minister. And I know that God has a word for us tonight. So would you give him a big warm welcome uh, as he comes to minister tonight? Thank you, Pastor Joe. Thank you for the opportunity again. Every time we come together, something happens, right? Something happens. And uh, God doesn't just come to chit-chat and go away, right? No? That's the word you use here, chit-chat. Huh? <laughs> right? And I just want to thank the worship team again because I really believe uh, today, while they were worshiping, something happened in some of your heart, lives, in your bodies, yeah, you don't need to lay hands when the, because the theme is here. He's here. And in Psalms it says, He surrounds us with songs of deliverance. And tonight what is some of the songs we sang are songs of deliverance. Amen. God doesn't need an extraordinary method to do something supernatural. Sometimes you use the most natural thing and sometimes a song Song of deliverance. Hallelujah. Amen. So some of you, as you were singing, something happened. Just affirm that. Don't doubt it. Don't question it. The Holy Spirit said, I had done it now. Because you sang that. When you said holy. You know, the word holy means, it doesn't mean that God is clean. We think holiness is purity. Holiness is God's character. God's ability to maintain himself without changing. So he never gets into moods like us. Do you know that? He never changes. I often question God. Why won't you quickly do something? God said, I'm God. I'm not man. And that's holiness. And some of you connected as you began to sing, you're holy. There was, un- there was strong confidence that came in. You know, God is faithful to me. Amen. And when you sang, he's great, suddenly you, there was a shift in your circumstances as you sang that God took priority in your life. Hallelujah. He became great in your life. So believe, this, this, you don't sing songs just to wait for the preacher to come, right? In the olden days, that's what we used to do, you know. People would, till people come, we would keep singing, you know. But when we sing, we sing songs of deliverance. He surrounds us with that. Hallelujah. So this evening I want to affirm that. Don't think, well, after the service something will happen. No, it has already begun to happen. Already begun to happen as you get told of it. Hallelujah.
uh, on this last night of this conference, uh, we are here, or meet me here. I believe one of the greatest things that will happen when you meet with the Lord is not so much what you receive, uh, what changes that will happen, but I believe the greatest thing that can happen is, I want to summarize tonight in Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61. Uh, if you turn with me there. Uh, this is what's going to happen when you meet the Lord. The thing that will last. Not things that will just happen for the weekend. But the thing that will last right throughout your life. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about. Because... It says in Isaiah 61 verse 1, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit comes on you when you come to his presence. Not to be with you, but he comes upon you, on you. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. You begin to change what you speak. I made a decision many, many years ago that I'm not going to be a mouthpiece of the media of the world. There are enough people to speak the bad news, right? But I made a dedication and said, I commit this mouth to speak the good news. To speak the good news. The word of faith. Speak the good news to the poor people. I believe that's one of the things that, we, that has happened already in your life. The Holy Spirit has come upon you and he, he has given you the ability to defy, as it were, what the world is talking about. And you begin to speak the good news. Amen. Speak the good news. And then he has sent me to heal or bind the brokenhearted. I want to talk to you this evening about healing the brokenhearted. Because that's, uh, we are living in a broken world. And God is looking for people who are able to say, the Holy Spirit is upon me and I am able. By the Spirit of God, he has appointed me, anointed me to heal the broken hearts. And then it's also said to proclaim freedom for the captives, release people from darkness or prisoners, and to proclaim the year of the Lord. This is a prophetic utterance about Jesus 700 years before he came. Isaiah saw this and began to speak it by faith. And then later on, if you turn to the book of Luke, we find that Jesus appears on the scene. And I just want to quickly re read that part of it. Actually, I want to read from verse 16 of Luke 4. Luke, Luke 4, 16, and he says, He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up. This morning, the Holy Spirit wants to focus where you have been brought up. Nazareth. Jesus wasn't born in Nazareth. He was born in Bethlehem. He had to flee to Egypt as a refugee for two years. And then he came back and he was forced to live in Nazareth. Where he was brought up was not his choice, his parents' choice. I believe there is a place where we all been brought up. And God wants to revisit that this evening. Because that's where certain things happen in your life. That cause the broken heart. The broken heart. And he says he went to the place he was brought up. And he went to the synagogue. He was given 
the scriptures and he opened up to Isaiah 61, the same scripture I read. But he gives a different version of it. Instead of saying, let me read there, the spirit of the sovereign Lord or uh, the Lord is upon me. And then he said, to proclaim the good news to the poor, he has sent me to proclaim freedom to the prisoners. Instead of speaking healing to the broken hearts, what Isaiah said, he says healing or freedom for the prisoners. I know when we say broken heart, heart can't be broken. Heart is a soft organ, right? <laughs> it's not a hard material thing. The human heart, natural heart, is a very soft organ, isn't it? <laughs> But the Bible also says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, 23, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows out from it. The old translation says, for out of it are the issues of life. Everything that happens to you begins from there, from the heart. It's no wonder that what happened after sin came, Isaiah says he came to heal the broken hearts. There are many areas of your lives that has been, the issues of life has been affected because of the broken heart. And so he, Jesus says, I came to give the good news and the next ministry I have is to, Old Testament says heal the broken hearts, New Testament says free prisoners. Free prisoners. I believe these two are very much related. Because, because of the broken heart, there are many issues, areas of our life that are impacted. We do not know. And so we keep blaming people around us. We give excuses or, or we try to find a scapegoat for what's happening in my life. We blame our parents maybe, our background, our political leaders, but, but Jesus has come tonight to heal the broken heart. Hallelujah. Heal the broken heart. Of course, we all, you may have come from a very good family. I know we have wonderful families here. I had the privilege of getting to know many families here. We have stayed in many homes of your families. You have wonderful background, wonderful heritage, but yet we all came from a broken family of Adam and Eve, isn't it? And we carry some of their brokenness. And sometimes we can't understand there are issues in our lives that we can't put the finger and say, this is the reason. But yet this evening as I speak to you, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And the Spirit of the Lord is also upon you. And he's going to anoint you the same way he anointed Jesus. That you will go to a broken world, a wounded world, and begin to speak the healing. Healing to the broken hearts. Hallelujah. I know in the modern world, broken hearts is associated with broken relationships, right? <laughs> you break up with your girlfriend, they said, I'm down with a broken heart. But there's more to life than that. There's more to about broken heart than that. In Isaiah chapter 54, verse 6, it talks about re rejection. I believe our brokenness either manifests 
all results in rejection. In rejection. Let me read that Isaiah 54, 6. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken or rejected and grieved in the spirit. Whenever that rejection happens, something happens in your heart. I remember when I was a small, a young child, young boy, I was going to school, studying well. Uh, I think, I don't know, call it the sixth grade or sixth standard. I don't know what grade it's about. I was about 12 or 13. And, and my, my teacher, uh, one day, he, 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 he was in a bad mood. We didn't realize he had a problem in his home or whatever. He came to school. And he asked us some questions, and I gave the wrong answer, and he immediately, he, there was an outburst of anger, and he, he got angry, and he shouted at me. And he said, uh, you are a buffalo. <laughs> you know, in Sri Lanka, buffalo means that's the, la- the least valuable animal, because that's, they, used to plow the, they used to plow the field. That's what, that means that's what you are worth. Just one sentence, you are, you are nothing but a buffalo. But no, those words went deep into my heart. I began to believe that. Because I thought my teacher knew better than me. I looked up to him as the one who guided me. And if he said I'm good for nothing, I began to accept that. And my heart was broken. And from that time onwards, all my grades went down. I didn't realize I was rejected, forsaken, rejected. And something says it grieves our spirit grieves our spirit. I believe there are many. There's no one who can escape this broken heart because, as I said, we all come from from a broken family of Adam and Eve. But the good news is the Lord wants to heal us this evening. Hallelujah. Rejection. I believe one of the strongholds because, as I said, Isaiah said, healing the broken hearts. Jesus says, releasing prisoners. The reason is that every time your heart is broken, you become a prisoner. You become a prisoner. And there are many here this evening, the Lord wants to open the prison to you, for, to release you this morning, evening. Hallelujah. Because here come, the spirit of the Lord is here to heal the broken hearts. In the 1990s, I remember I went to uh, early 1990s as the communist uh, walls were falling down. They asked me to come to Ukraine, and to, I went to the city of Kiev. And I, so I prayed for so many people, and, and, and seen so many demonic manifestations. I was surprised in a communist nation who don't believe demons, who don't believe in the uh, su- uh, supernatural. But I remember one service after I, I was praying, and, and this this young girl came forward and. And she just started to manifest. And then she went like this. And, and she went down like this. And she was tightening herself. And, and she was like in a fetus. You know how the fetus. And the Holy Spirit said that this woman has been rejected from the mother's womb. We live in a society where abortion is so, so prevalent, prevalent that, that there are many people who could have been aborted, God by his mercy has kept them alive. But yet, from the mother's womb, they have been rejected. And when they live on this earth, they they face the results of that rejection. So I prayed and I rebuked the spirit of rejection. It's a spirit. 
It's not emotional trauma. It's a spirit. The spirit of rejection. And I broke it in the name of Jesus. And immediately she got up and her face began to shine. Hallelujah. Totally delivered. Because rejection makes you a prisoner. I do not know. Just like Jesus went to the place where he was brought up. Right now the Holy Spirit is bringing to you areas of rejection and he wants to heal you. Amen. Heal you. Keep your heart with all diligence because out of it are the issues of life. So if the heart is broken, here I just want to quickly give a few things that will manifest or express itself in your life. And, 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 and this evening as, as, as the Holy Spirit speaks, you come to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, heal me. Heal me. Wounded heart. One of the first things is easily offended. Easily offended. For the slightest thing, you get offended. That's the issue of life that I believe comes from the broken heart. Another area is, is fear. Unusual fear, constant fear, phobias. So yesterday, there was a day before, there was a word of knowledge about phobia, fear. Okay, we put all kinds of beautiful names to that. <laughs> but fear is a, keeps you as a prisoner, isn't it? keeps going back and sometimes you don't understand why do you fear why do you fear maybe the result is a broken heart fear expectation of the worst hopelessness despair now this comes to all of us that's as long as we live in a sinful world but if you live with this it's constantly you are oppressed by this if you feel you are kept in a prison, prison like that, this evening the Holy Spirit is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm here to proclaim liberty to the captives. Open the prison doors. Release from darkness. Hallelujah. I believe also doubt and lack of trust. This also comes from a broken heart. You know, sometimes unbelief, doubt is so, so strong in our lives, you don't know how to overcome it. But this evening, Jesus can release you because I always believe if you have a possibility of doubting, you also have the possibility of believing. Amen. You know the perverse person or the person who had the greatest doubt about Jesus' resurrection? Do you know who he was? Who was it? Thomas. We call him Doubting Thomas. Don't call him that name. But do you know that Thomas, when Jesus touched his life, he went the furthest taking the gospel. He came all the way to India. All the way to India. If you go to Chennai in India, you see his tomb. There's a place where he was martyred. There's a church called the Matoma Church. He traveled all that way. Because God touched his broken heart, healed him. And if you are struggling with doubt, I want to tell you, just as much as you doubt, you also can believe. Amen. God's going to change you to be a man or a woman of faith. Amen. We don't just fall from heaven like Mr. Bean. You know, something we think, sometimes we think we suddenly fall and we get up and we think, well, no, no, we all are human. We all are made of clay. We all came from that broken parent, but yet when the Holy Spirit comes on us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Hallelujah. Yes. 
heal the broken heart. Anxiety. Some people have chronic anxiety. Sometimes I try to get rid of anxiety. I, and, and you know, I remember I decided I'm not going to be anxious. The Bible says be anxious for nothing. I remember one a woman came to me and she said, please pray. I'm very anxious. So I said, I won't pray. I'm going to ask you to repent because the Bible says be anxious for nothing. So if you are breaking God's rule and ask me to pray for you, it's like I, I want to commit murder. Can you please pray for me? Anxiety is not normal. When the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, in everything with prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And there are people tonight, God is healing you. And you are anxious over sometimes the most pettiest thing. You are anxious. And you are trying to get rid of it. I remember one time I was trying to, I said, I'm not going to be anxious. You know what? After a few hours, I was anxious that I'm not anxious. <laughs> My mind was so programmed to be anxious. <laughs> My mind was saying, you should be worrying about this, isn't it? Remember Martha, Martha, he says, you're anxious for so many things. She said, I have the right because I have to cook for you. You are the guest. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> The Holy Spirit wants to heal the broken heart. Outbursts of anger. Some people here, you are very angry. Very angry. Of course, not in the church, not, at, not in office when your boss is around, but when you go home. Most of your anger is expressed towards the ones who are closest, the loved ones. And your anger has, is not just a weakness. It's, it's a destructive attitude that's breaking relationships, hurting people. And sometimes you legitimize, you say, I have a right to be angry as a result of a broken heart because there's frustration bottled up inside. Out of your heart comes the issues. Anger, the issue of anger comes because of broken heart. But Jesus wants to heal you this evening. Hallelujah. He wants to release you from that prisoner, from prison. There are many things I can talk to you about, but this evening, I just want to encourage you, encourage you, come to the Holy Spirit and let him heal you. And let him also make you a healer. God never heals us so that we can receive, but that we also can be healers. Amen. You know how Jesus heals us? The Bible says by his wounds, by his wounds we were we are healed. He went through the pain. And God sometimes takes the pain that you have gone through, the wounds that you have, the brokenness. But out of those wounds, now no more pain, but the healing will flow out. Hallelujah. God will bring to people to you uh, who has the same things that you have gone through in life that you can bring healing. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is here. Let me give you a couple of things and then I want to pray for you. I also believe controlling and manipulation. That's also part of a broken heart. I know I, 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 um, I, I counsel many young couples. We have pre-marriage counseling and post-marriage counseling. And, and once I was teaching some people and the Holy Spirit said, 
you are a very good manipulator. <laughs> I was talking to others about manipulating. And I realized, you know, in my marriage, I knew how to manipulate things. And my wife always tells me, she tried, I tried to manipulate many times, but I know the best thing I can use is say, God told me. <laughs> and when you say, God told me, nobody can question. <laughs> and I realized in my, early in my marriage, I, I told yesterday that, you know, the, some of the mistakes we did, we, because we lost control, we want to control others, we manipulate. That comes from a broken heart. God wants to heal you. If the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, maybe you're a husband or a wife or I don't know who you are. But if you feel the only way to man, you are tired of manipulating. There's no more ways to manipulate. But God is saying, just surrender. I want to heal that broken heart. Instead of manipulating, you can begin to motivate people. Motivate people. Hallelujah. The final thing is, I believe I suffered from this excessive shyness or loneliness, you, the bruises that caused you. And, and, and it's a form of, actually shyness, I was very shy. But I found the root of shyness, or so that's the right word you use here, being shy or bashful or what? But the deep root inside was pride, pride. It looked very humble from outside, which I can't do, I didn't want to do it. The story of Saul, King Saul, when he was called to be the king of Israel, the Bible says he went and hid himself. But it looked like he was very humble. But you know what happened after he became king? He said, I don't want to take this job, but after he became the king, <laughs> he tried to kill everybody else to keep his job. That's the root of pride. And it's in the life of Saul we see the rejection. When he rejected God's plan and God rejected him, it says in 1 Samuel, there was an evil spirit that came and began to torment Saul, King Saul. This is the most dangerous aspect of being broken and wounded. Is that brokenness, Rejection allows, opens you to evil spirits, demonic strongholds. But praise God, we are the Holy Spirit here tonight. God, we break some of those strongholds. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to pray tonight that Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me. And he said to open the word there, heal the broken hearts. But Jesus said to proclaim freedom for prisoners. Tonight, prisoners are going to be free. Hallelujah. And then he also said to recover sight to the blind. Because with the brokenness comes also the blindness. You cannot see that the issue is right there in the heart. You see the issue is out there. Maybe so and so because of that. And then he also says, said the oppressed free, oppressed. That's the word I said, Saul was oppressed by the demons. Oppressed. So the ministry of the Holy Spirit is here tonight. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. As you open our hearts to the Holy Spirit, there's only one he can do. 
Only one. Only he, only he can do. He's the only one who can do it. Not me, not any, anyone else. We are only channels to, to pray with you, to release you. I don't want you to be digging inside and trying to find out what's wrong with you. I'm not here for that. <laughs> but I believe as I was speaking to you, you realize there are broken, there are issues in your life that comes out of brokenness. Out of the heart are the issues of life. It may be relationships, it may be attitudes, it may be your thought life, whatever it is. If the Holy Spirit has spoken to you, I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you. He not only reveals, but he also releases us. Amen? He doesn't tell the problem and just leave you and say, that's it, that's your problem forever, you're going to be like that. No, no, no. He reveals and he also releases. Hallelujah. I really believe one of the, as I said earlier, where Jesus was brought up, most of our brokenness happens in our childhood. I told you my story. I wouldn't be standing here unless, if not for the Holy Spirit healing by that childhood rejection. I believe the Holy Spirit wants to touch lives and if you say, yes, I, I know, I've been carrying this rejection, carrying this brokenness inside. The Spirit of the Lord is here tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you. You're going to have fresh issues of life. Out of your innermost being, Jesus said, shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. A lot of people come and thank me and say, Pastor, you preach a good word. Do you realize that if I didn't get healed, I'd be still speaking the bad news, still speaking the negative things, still speaking the words of discouragement, still speaking depression. But it's the Holy Spirit that changed my life. When I got baptized in the Holy Spirit, He got hold of my tongue. Thank God. He didn't want to get hold of my brain because this brain is useless to God. But this tongue, got hold of it and I began to speak in tongues and as I began to speak in tongues all the brokenness the Holy Spirit began to heal and began to speak mysteries there are certain areas even I do not know what's inside the Bible says no one knows what's inside except the spirit of man the Holy Spirit gets hold of our spirit and he begins to release us from those brokenness amen and if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit I believe, you know, you are an agent of healing. Not only heal yourself, but heal others. Hallelujah. And if you're not baptized, I want to pray tonight that God will baptize you with His Holy Spirit. Just like Jesus, you can say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Amen. I really do not know how to do this because I know there are a lot of people here. But, but I'll, I'll stand together. Let's stand. As I said earlier, already holds the Lord has spoken, touch you with the songs. And right now he has spoken through the words. But I want to lead you in a prayer of healing the broken hearts. And wherever you are, whatever state you are, it's never too late, never too late. He can begin bring, to bring healing. Healing also means for some of you opening the prison doors. That healing also means opening the blindness that you have been not seeing all these years. It also means the oppression is going to go away from you.
demons cannot oppress you anymore. Amen. You still have memory, but you will not have the pain. That's the difference of feeling. You still have the memory. God will never take the memory away because that's a decision you make. But, 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 but the pain he will take tonight because the healing is gone. I have many scars in my body, but I don't have pain there because it's healed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you sing something? Sing. Let's worship the Lord. Let's invite the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord is here right now. Thank you, Jesus. I just want to know your heart. It's all I want to do. I just want to stand in awe and pour my love on you. Spirit is in our midst, he's moving in your heart, he's affirming that it's he who spoke to you, he's affirming that he's the one who knows that area that you have been broken, right now just open your heart to the Holy Spirit, you know we human beings, we can open our mind to anyone but we never open our hearts to everyone because that's a precious thing, a lot of people come to prayer, they just come like this, you know, because it's a physical expression of a fear of opening the heart. And that's why we, I think, Pastor said, open your hands. Just give permission for the Holy Spirit. He's going to touch you this evening as you just say, yes, Lord, I give you permission. That's all he wants. Give room for me. That's what he's asking. Give me room. Give me room in your heart. Yes. Just do that right now. He's here. Just open your hands as a symbol, as an expression that you are willing to open your heart. Let him do heart surgery this evening. Hallelujah. He's touching the innermost being. Hallelujah. The issues of life he's touching. He's touching the brokenness 
He's touching the area of rejection. He's revealing the words that have been spoken. Words that went deep into your heart. The Bible says the words of man goes deep into the spirit. Right now, just, just expose, open, open yourself. Don't, you don't try to touch it. Let him touch it. He needs permission. He needs openness. Just lift your hands and begin to open your heart and say, Lord. You say, Lord, I'm in pain. Lord, I'm hurting. Lord, I'm, I'm bruised. Lord, I'm in a prison. I can't get out of this. Lord, I'm blind. I cannot see the reality. But the Holy Spirit, He will come. He will come and touch you right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus, 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 oh, we worship you, we worship you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, thank you, Father, Hallelujah. I just want you to pray with me. If you, if you say, yes, I'm broken, I'm wounded, I'm rejected. Just say this prayer with me. And as you pray, I believe you give permission. The Bible says, with the mouth we speak and with the heart we believe. It doesn't say with the heart we believe and mouth we speak. But we first speak with the mouth that we give permission. And then something happens in our heart. Amen. Your mouth is a gateway. When you say, yes, Lord. You open your heart to the Lord. Will you do that? If you, if you say, yes, I want to let God heal me this morning, evening. Just say this prayer with me. Will you do that? Say it open out loud. Doesn't matter who listens or not. You speak. You speak. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The Bible says, when we speak out, something happens. Happens in your heart. With the heart, you believe, but your mouth must speak. Hallelujah. Say that, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you tonight. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I heard this night that the Holy Spirit is upon us to heal the broken hearts, to open the prison doors, to open the blind eyes, to release those who are oppressed. Dear Lord Jesus, you touch my broken heart. I give my rejection to you. I give my pain to you. I give my heart to you. Only you can heal my heart. I thank you, Lord Jesus, because you were wounded to heal my broken heart. That you rose again from the death to give me a victory. Release me from the prison of bondage. Tonight, I declare myself healed, redeemed, free. Open my blind eyes now to see your purpose and plan for my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Just begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship. Hallelujah.